What's up, guys? Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And I'm not going to do our usual I, intro today hi. because it's not a usual episode. We have a special guest. Our we first, have a special guest. Our first ever podcast guest. Yeah. What is your name? Kai. Kai What's what? your whole name? I think you're And how old are you? I'm three. And we're going to do a Kai Q&A today. Yeah. Okay. okay. Want to start asking questions? Sure. I noticed at breakfast that you don't like to eat your eggs. It takes you seven minutes to chew the egg and it never gets swallowed. How come? Because I just don't know. You told me you don't really like eggs. Is that true? Yes. So let's talk about what foods that you do like. What would you say is your favorite food? Avocado toast. That is my favorite food too. What about oatmeal with peanut butter? <laughs> oh, all right, what's your second favorite food? Oh, my second favorite food? Yeah. Oh, chicken. Chicken. Chicken meatballs? Yeah. That's a good one, too. They're a little spicy. They are a little spicy. What it, about, what is your favorite dessert? Because we preach a balanced, flexible diet. So we have two very healthy two, things. Two really healthy things. Like avocado toast. Like avocado toast. And chicken meatballs. And chicken meatballs. So what's your favorite like dessert that you like? Oh. Mmm fruit snacks. You like fruit snacks? Yeah. What about do you like ice cream? Oh yes, I do like ice cream. We already talked about what you like to eat, but what is your favorite way to get exercise in? Uh, working out. Yeah, what do you do for your workouts? Get sweaty. Get sweaty. Do you How lift do you, weights? Do you like lifting weights or do you like running? I like running. You're very fast, huh? Yeah. And on the weekends, what do you go play where you run a lot? Oh, when my team goes at soccer time. Soccer. Yeah. yeah that's soccer. A good what did you tell me you wanted to play this weekend, though? We were watching it on TV and you said you wanted to do that instead. What was it? What was it? Was it football? Yeah. You want to play football instead? No, run. You like to do both, huh? Uh, All right, so do you also like to lift weights in the gym? Oh, yes, heavy weights. Yeah, can you tell me about that? Uh, sure. Uh, sure. So, are you going to tell me? So, what's your favorite movement? I want to lift the heavy weight. Yeah, but do you like to do squats or bench press? Bench like, press. You like bench press where you lay on the bench? How come you like that one the best? Just because. Oh, one more, Kyle. All right, go ahead. Talk. I uh, won my preschool. Oh, yeah. Tell us about school. How's preschool? Preschool is good. Who's the girl who hugged you this morning? Ashley. That's Ashley? Because mommy said there's no Ashley in your class. I think we realized her name was Abigail, right? No, Ashley came. Oh, maybe there's an Ashley in another... Is she in another class? Yeah. Oh, not your class? No. Thanks for listening to the Kai Show. Bye. Bye.
All right, you guys, hopefully you enjoyed the little guest appearance from Kai. He is always sitting in our podcast chairs and asking us to make a podcast. So we were like, you know what? Let's do a Kai podcast today um, and make everybody happy. But there is purpose to this episode too. Um, So I get asked a lot just like how we approach nutrition and exercise with Kai and just how you should approach it with your kids in general. And I'm going to start by throwing out a disclaimer that I'm obviously not a professional in this area as far as, you know, recommending specifics, but I'll just share our experience so far in his three years of life and just how we sort of approach picky eating now that he's a toddler and just what we serve him and answering some common questions that I've gotten as well as just how to include him in exercise and introduce him to exercise um, which is where I'm going to start because I think that it's very common at least in my generation and probably the generations before mine as well um, to for people to have just a negative experience with exercise or negative first experience with exercise because a lot of our moms, um, not my mom specifically, I actually had a really great experience that I'll share maybe in a minute, but our mom's generation, I feel like, was just pushed the whole narrative of like, you know, be super skinny, do all the aerobics classes, um, very restrictive types of dieting, weight watchers, all that kind of stuff, the fads and the toning and the light pink weights and the funky workout aerobic outfits. Um, And it was this narrative of like workout to get skinny and that's what women should do and they should do tons of cardio and no weightlifting and blah, 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 blah. You guys all are familiar with that. And, you know, our first experiences with exercise comes from our parents typically. Um, So what we see them doing, what we see them eating, how we hear them talking about food and nutrition and training. And it's so important to lead by example if you are a parent now or maybe if you want to be one day or maybe if you even have just, you know, younger cousins or nieces and nephews and people in your life. I'm sure we can all think of someone in our lives who is younger and looks up to us, Um, but it's important to sort of set the tone for what a healthy relationship with food and exercise looks like for these young people. Um, So from the get-go, it was always super important for me to think about what that looked like with Kai and how we would approach that. And really, it's no different than how we approach it with you guys. Um, you know, we keep things very simple and we kind of just, you know, as far as exercise goes, lead by example, let him watch us out in the gym. We're very privileged and grateful to have built our home gym over the last decade of slowly getting equipment and building things up. But, um, you know, we work out at home. So he's out there a lot with us now. I would say when he turned like probably closer to two, he's been out there more regularly. And previous to that, there would be a handful of occasions where I would bring him out. Like if I if Josh wasn't watching him and I really wanted to get a workout in, he would, I would throw a blanket on the ground in our garage at our last house and he would just sort of sit and watch me and play with some, with some toys. But, um, you know, now since he was two, now that he's three, um, almost three and a half, 
he's been out in the garage a lot with us and sometimes he'll just sort of play and watch us lift you guys see him in a lot of my lifting videos um, but that sort of just gives them exposure to what it looks like to take care of your body and to support your health and they see you doing that so they see and they are going to eventually think oh my parents are doing that it must be something important or maybe that's something I should do so it just gives them that exposure um, from a young age and for me specifically like showing him I could lift and be strong and it's not just daddy that gets to be strong. Mommy is also very strong. Like we talk about those things all the time with him. So I think that's important is to show them first, maybe before they, they start really talking or understanding and then also having those conversations once they're able to. Um, but just, you know, letting them be around when you need to get a workout in. It's not the end of the world. And I know there are a lot of new moms out there who struggle with finding the time. And sometimes you need to have them around in order to get your workout in. So don't feel guilty for it. That's just you taking care of yourself so that you can take better care of them, um, even though they don't understand that yet. But um, that's really where I sort of come from as far as that mindset and perspective goes. Um, and if they're a little bit older, maybe they're school age, you can bring, you know, some of their favorite toys or activities, coloring, etc., out into your workout space and just encourage them to come hang out with you while you're getting stronger. It's, again, it's not something where I think as a, a new mom, I got caught up a little bit in the rhetoric too that like you always have to be entertaining your kids um, and like giving them all of your attention and that gets really exhausting really fast when you're home with your kid all day long and you also have to work. Um, so understand that it's okay for them to entertain themselves sometimes too but if you're doing your thing in the background and you know you're not forcing them into anything they're just seeing you moving that's such an important and I think good place to start with it. Um, you can also obviously include them in family activities. Like we love to hike. We go for family walks. We have a little pond by our house with a trail that we walk on all the time. Ever since Kai could walk, really, we've been doing things like that. And, um, last summer, Josh got one of those little bike, uh, carrier things that attaches to the back of your bike and Kai would sit in that and go for rides so you know finding ways to include them in the movement and things that you like to do as a family or with friends is always a great idea too like exercise doesn't have to just be lifting weights in the gym or going for a run it could be so many different things so um, you know finding things to do as a family it allows you to spend that quality time together and it also just you know, gives you another opportunity to show them what exercise and a healthy relationship with exercise can look like. Um, and then you can also let them join you. So if they are showing interest and, you know, they want to or they're starting to sort of mimic you or copy the movements that you're doing, like that's really what Kai did at first. He would just sort of copy me. So I would kind of just repeat like, this is a squat and he learned what a squat was and then he would do it all the time. So like just teaching them basic things like that, if they're expressing interest, it can be really fun. And again, they're just happy to be with you and, you know, be learning from you and be involved with you. So it could be a great experience for your, you both. Um, and, you know, these things when you're when they're out there with you, you're probably not going to have the most like focused, intense workout with music blasting in your headphones. But there's a time and a place for those kinds of workouts. And there's a time and a place for when you just need to get movement in for your health. So 
being flexible and flexible with your mindset and approach to training when they're around is also really important. But I would say those are really the top recommendations I have when it comes to introducing your kids to exercise. Um, So on the nutrition side of things, I said I would talk about, you know, how we sort of approach that with Kai. And as far as what we feed him now and really since he started eating normal, normal people food, like adult human food. So backstory, I breastfed Kai for four and a half, five months. He would also take the bottle and took breast milk from the bottle from Josh pretty much right away. Um, So we did that for a while and then we transitioned to formula at five months and I was just like beyond over breastfeeding. Um, And when he got actually right around the same time, I feel like um, we also did the baby led weaning thing which it was intense like as far as it just was a lot of like preparation I we tried to follow um I think it's on Instagram the baby led wean team handle they have like the first 100 foods or something I don't think we got through all 100 if I'm being honest but um you know we started with that we followed along with that we that's how we introduced food to Kai since day one, avocado was his first food that he's eaten, and you guys heard him today on the podcast. I just think it's funny that avocado toast is his favorite to this day still. Um, but today, I mean, he really eats a lot of the same things we eat as far as, you know, the Dave's Killer bread, avocado toast. He loves oatmeal, and his, in his oatmeal and in his pancakes, we use the Kodiak cakes, which both Josh and I love too. You know, we sneak in spirulina, we sneak in goji berries, we sneak in some things that we know are going to be beneficial to him as far as whether it's extra fruits and veggies or just different micronutrients that he can add in there because toddlers are picky, man. I mean, I don't think he's eaten a plain vegetable aside from carrots, um, cucumbers, peppers. He'll eat those things raw, but like he's not going to sit down and eat some broccoli with dinner. Like it's just, (laughs) it's not going to happen for him at this stage at least. Um, So, you know, we get creative as far as sneaking things into his pancakes and his oats and the spirulina makes them green and he thinks that is so cool because it's his favorite color so we just make it fun in that sense me we also let him know that we're doing it too like he'll make his pancakes with us a lot of the time so he sees these things going in there and we tell him what they're called I'm not sure if he fully understands what they are but it's not it's a secret but it's not a secret if that makes sense um So we always try to be open and honest with him as far as like why we're eating certain things or if he's asking, you know, what, why he has to eat chicken for dinner. We explain protein and it's important for us to get strong muscles and we keep it super basic. It's not anything like, you know, going in depth of why his body needs protein. Um, But we think it's important to start that education early and to just, you know, sort of set the bar when it comes to just the basics of nutrition. Um, And, you know, Josh and I are at a point where we're pretty intentional and mindful about what we eat. We still have phases where, you know, maybe we're focusing on fat loss or, you know, if Josh is in a bulk phase and he needs to be a little bit more on point, the food scale will come out like on occasion. But I mean, we've been tracking macros on and off for the last almost decade. We know what serving sizes look like and we have such a, you know, background in this where 
we can be intentional and mindful with what we eat without without having to be so obsessive about tracking. And, you know, it was important for me to make sure that he's not also not seeing us so obsessive in that sense. Um, not that we are, but, you know, he'll ask sometimes why, like, what's the purpose of the food scale or why are you, why are you using that mommy? Um, and I'll just explain, like, I, I need to measure it out just like you would if you were using a measuring cup for baking a recipe. Um, I need to measure out what, how much of this food that I want to best nourish my body. Um, so, you know, he's seen it. It's not really a big deal. We don't make a big deal out of it, but we're also not using it religiously for every meal. Um, so, you know, we do our best to serve him quality, whole, nutrient-dense foods most of the time. We also are a goldfish, Cheerios, you know, pizza bagel family. We have these things in the house. No food is off limits, but, you know, we we do our best to get him to eat as many fruits and veggies and, you know, lean meats and introducing new things to him all the time because it's important. Um, so... That's sort of where we stand as far as how we approach nutrition, exercise, health with Kai. Um, you know, as you guys know, if you're not a new listener to the podcast, we talk a lot about mindset and about mindfulness and meditation and getting proper sleep and optimal digestion. So these are all also things that we're talking about with Kai. It's not just training and nutrition where he has a regular bedtime. He goes to bed between 7 and 7.30 every single night. And I mean, on occasion, we'll be out at my parents and we'll come home a little bit later. But 95% of the days, he's in bed by 7.30. Um, he usually wakes up same time every day between 6.30 and 7. So he's on a really great schedule there. Um, oftentimes, Josh will take him outside in the morning to get some sun exposure right when they wake up. They'll go for a little walk or play on the back patio, which we know has been shown to be beneficial to our overall health and setting that circadian rhythm. Um, you know, we're, we have the meditation room up in our bonus room now, so he's constantly up there holding the little crystals and rocks Josh has He's going to be really mad. I called them rocks, not crystals. Um, but, you know, we teach him how to meditate and we have little kids meditation cards that we read and do as an activity with him. So all of these things can be started from a very young age, from the age of, you know, when he was first born. I mean, we have made it a priority to set him up for the most success when it comes to his overall health without making it obsessive, without making it you know, this super restrictive or, you know, hard rules type of thing. We just really practice what we preach with him, just like we do with you guys. And I think, you know, that's just how we have chosen to parent. And that's how it's really what we have found has worked best for us as a family is just living by these mantras and living by these pillars and just doing our best to feel our best every single day because when you feel good the rest of your life just it just flows and you feel in alignment with every single thing that you're doing so hopefully this was helpful to hear um hopefully you made it through Kai's beginning intro there with a little giggle and we just thank you guys for tuning into another episode I know this one was kind of different but I think it was also an important topic of conversation to have because a lot of you guys who follow us are parents or want to be parents or like I said have little people in your lives that may or may not be looking up to you so let me know 
on Instagram. If this was helpful, shoot me a DM, share this episode if you would like to, and we will catch you in the next one.